That's because I'm awesome like that. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Two Nerds, One Quest. I am your host, NDMJC, here with these two nerds, because sometimes we get the math right. Uh, we are minus one Ryan Krixikukta this morning, which means a return to what we keep calling a one-shot, but is now going to end up being like four or five sessions, the horror game we started last October. And seeing as how it is almost October, it is very appropriate to be back in the spooky season with Bofides and Oscar exploring the basement of this old farmhouse uh trying to figure out what the hell's going on how the hell they live <laughs> so that man nodding along and bobbing his head and having audio issues along with me this morning <laughs> is one tom m norman he's playing both of these this morning no audio issues go. my audio issues are fixed my brain on the other hand i probably jostled it too much from friday night i had a lot <laughs> And my neck has been sore since. My lower back <laughs> standing that long. I have not oh, really? stood that long in years. Oh. See, I the whole stand- time just kind of doing this. Yeah. Oh, tell, yeah. <laughs> tell me you went to a concert in your 40s without telling me you went to a concert in your 40s. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly right. I have a standing desk at work, so standing doesn't bother me. But I really banged it out on Friday night. And my neck muscles. Yes, I know what I said. And my How neck muscles. Going? No, you don't know what went through my head. I have a strong suspicion. You had company while you were banging it out. <laughs> I just added the, the with with a friend. I will. All I will say is with a friend. But I could have said something much worse. Oh, you dirty old man! <laughs> you leave my friend. That out was of awesome, it. though. That other man there was uh, just kind of smiling and laughing along because, well, we're us. <laughs> it is one Jeff Oscar Williams. Yeah, it was a short night last night. By the time we got home and everybody everybody put to bed, basically, I think it was like one thirty. So, yeah, you didn't get a, you didn't get a lot of sleep. No, everybody else is still sleeping. I, on the other hand, have D and D. Yeah, and did you do a limerick for us at one in the I, morning? I, th- I thought ahead and I did everything Friday night while you guys were headbanging. Yeah, yeah. So it was like I was with you, but not with you. Yeah. Uh, I'll give the uh, quick recap. Oh, um, sure. Hell yeah. Hit us with a recap uh, and a limit. <clears throat> All right. Session one, uh, we woke up chained in a dungeon. We escaped with uh, a woman, an unconscious woman, out a window. Oscar lost a hand. Um, in session two, we ran across a cornfield that we then set on fire uh, into a barn with dead cows, uh, chased by crows into a farmhouse. 
Uh, Oscar found his wand. Um, both of these explored all the rooms upstairs. All kinds of creepy things happened. And uh, we, other than getting a few uh, items, we didn't really get a whole lot um, further along. We do have some information now. Uh, last session, um, we started out by finishing a short rest uh, in the kitchen. Um, we just, you know, looked outside. The house was surrounded by zombies. We saw a uh, dismembered hand run down the stairs. Uh, finished uh, checking the rooms that were upstairs. Uh, there were a number of skeletons in them. We found some research papers that said things like, what did we do? And the way is open when the, uh, the flesh is given. A um, bunch of knives and forks got stuck in the kitchen wall without anyone throwing them. Um, there was a mushroom spore dust room that both of these got choked up about. Uh, he, but he did find a, uh, a magic ring, so he's got a little better protection. Uh, and we also found a backpack, so we finally had something to carry stuff around in, especially since Oscar's going one hand uh, less than usual. Um, uh, some of the books that we found were about a, a civilization, an ancient magical civilization that... Um, was looking into the preservation of bodies and magic. Uh, so uh, a second short rest to attune to the ring. And then we decided to leave Claudia on the couch in uh, in what was like the living room and head downstairs. Um, again, seeing the hand running by at the foot of the stairs. Um, avoiding the trap at the top, We uh, the, the rooms that we were looking at... Um, actually, I'll, I'll let JC set the, set the scene kind of because now we have a map. Um, but we went to the left first, and there were booths and a desk and kind of a bar area and a pile of flesh that, uh, once Bo went in the room, decided to chase after him and attack him. So we um, very gracefully dropped the flesh um, pile into the pit at the bottom of the stairs. Um, and I say gracefully by uh, meaning it took every last roll to keep Oscar from going in with it. Um, and then, uh, uh, once it quieted down, then, uh, Bo saw the hand and decided to sit down on the floor and talk to it. And as it, as we got a better look at it, it had the tattoo of a key in its palm. And, uh, so without help, Oscar almost gets canned when the trap doesn't go quite as planned. But flesh blobs in the pit, so Bofides decides to sit and attempts to talk to the hand. Nice. I'm gonna quit trying to draw the stairs. I, I, I'm just drawing the stairs as you're doing the recap. In the old old bear rodeo, I have the snap sensitivity turned up just a little tight for trying to do that. But <laughs> so Bo, this um, this hand has kind of walked over you to and turned itself over and revealed a tattooed key on its palm. So you see the ring on the hand glinting mm -hmm. as well. So I am putting out, so I had my hand out to it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and it, it climbed up onto your hand and then just flipped over yeah. on its back. So, I'm, so you essentially have it sitting there. Yep. So I'm holding it up and I'm going to turn to Oscar and have like kind of present it so it's between both of us so we can both look at it. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to kind of t 
touch the key a little bit to see, first of all, if it's going to like curl up, you know, if the hand curls up or something. It kind of, it wiggles like you're tickling it. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to kind of look at it. Um, and just kind of, so does the key look like, uh, like a map or does it look Black. like an actual key? It looks like a black ink skeleton key tattoo. Very basic. Just okay, broad just like, lines like if someone okay. took a black marker and drew a skeleton key on his palm. Okay. I am going to reach for the ring. Okay. And I am going to kind of tighten my grip a little bit on it and try to pull the ring off. Okay. Make a dexterity check to pull the ring off. Um. Can you describe what else is in the room we're currently in? Uh, two in front of you um, is a, those are wash basins and a table. It looks like this was like some form of laundry room. There's some uh, hanging clothes of various kinds that are moth ridden and dried out and stiff. I got a two. You got a two. You struggled to get the ring off the finger. Um, the hand isn't fighting you necessarily, but it looks like that ring has like been on that hand for a good long time, and it, it might not come off without like taking a finger off. How how gross do you want me to make this? <laughs> how gross do you want to make it? Exactly. No, what, what do you want to try and do? Well, you know how when you you see people like stick their finger in their mouth to yeah. get the ring off. Yeah. I'm going to do that. <laughs> um, make a either a dexterity or strength saving throw as this hand starts wiggling as you put it towards your mouth. <laughs> strength saving? Your, your, saving uh, yeah, because it's trying to get away now at this point. Nat 20 plus, plus 5. You're a dragonborn and you're trying to put it in your mouth. I think it's yeah. not going to go. So you grab it with both hands and yeah, get and you actually, you, you, you gag a little bit, honestly, because you pull some of the skin off of this de dead hand and you get some of that and ah, you get the ring off the finger and the finger's missing a fair chunk of skin now. And the yeah. hand is just kind of like wiggling in it, like shaking like a dog and there is like dead flesh wailing off that one finger to the point where it just finally comes down and it's still a crawling claw with just a bone finger <laughs> one of the fingers I'm gonna take the ring out of my mouth and spit the rest of that shit out make a constitution saving throw these are my favorite ones six six you wretch as the air hits your mouth for the first time and the taste of what is actually in your mouth is awful it is putrid as disgusting and you actually vomit on the floor right there yep yep i'm uh not turn away and i'm actually gonna end up hitting oscar most of what you vomit is bile considering you haven't eaten much in the last three days <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm going to press the digitation my feet. <laughs> Those rabbit's feet aren't very lucky. At least they're still with the rabbit. 
At least I still have three, sort of. <laughs> All right, so All I'm right. gonna look at the ring then, and uh, is it exactly the same, or is it? It's a smaller version. Like it, it looks almost identical, except it's slight. It's sized differently. I'm going to put it on my pinky. You're going to put it on your pinky? Yeah. Yeah. There is a... Your um, hand falls off. Yeah, right. There's, there's an uncomfortable buzzing when those two rings touch each other. Um, like a... Um, How, how would I how would I say this? The like thing a, I'm thinking of, I don't want to actually say. Like a swarm of bees um, or something. Like a feedback loop in your head. Like putting your tongue on a nine volt battery. Oh, <laughs> that I would will, be a good way to. I'll take the small ring off. Yeah, it, in between, your fingers just, and as you take the ring off, the buzzing stops. But both those fingers are very numb. <laughs> right now. Alquin wants me to put my hand in my pants with the two rings on. <laughs> no. Alquin's thinking along the same lines as I was of how to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I will put it on the other pinky to see if it makes a difference if it's on two different hands. Yeah. Uh, having them on two different hands, you don't get that feedback where they're buzzing at all. And it, it just seemed to be when they were in proximity and touching each other. Okay. Hmm. <clears throat> Sounds like those would be fun uh, New Year's prizes. Yeah. So, I mean, we obviously don't have an hour to sit here to attune to it, I'm assuming. You have a, um, right. a bunch of clothes here, Bofides, if you're sick of looking like uh, I'll also say that uh, Britney Spears. Bo would probably know that uh, from a magical item perspective, if he's been around a while, that you typically can't attune to two of the same thing. Mm -hmm. So it probably isn't going to give you an added benefit to have two of them. Oh, really? Yeah. I can't say for certain because I don't know for sure what they are, if they're exactly the same, but typically that's the case. It's kind of like you can't wear two pairs of shoes or two hats, really. Oh, I can wear six hats if I want to. Um, so is it the cool. same item like two rings or two of the exact same items like two rings of healing? Like, no, like you could you could wear uh, like a ring of spell storing and a, and a, a ring of protection, uh, ring of protection. But if they are the same, then the, the effect typically Those the one doesn't. Yeah, they don't stack. You wouldn't okay. get wearing two rings of protection wouldn't give you plus two into your stuff and all your saves. So if yeah. it if it looks exactly the same, I'll give it to to Oscar to, yeah, to it does. try to squeeze onto his stump. Yeah, I'm <clears throat> Oscar's seen where it's been, and then in your mouth. So he's just gonna <laughs> let you put it in the side of the backpack for now. All right, and I still have the hand, so I'm mm -hmm. going to. Well, the hand just kind of jumped down and shook itself off. 
Like when okay. you pulled the ring off, it it tried to get away, and the second you had the ring, you kind of forgot about the hand, right. and the hand jumped down. It's it's kind of crawling around. It doesn't. It's getting used to walking around without flesh on one of its fingers. <laughs> can I uh, can I search the rest of the room while yeah. Bo's right. sitting there on the floor? I'm Are you looking for anything specific. Um, just something that would be out of the ordinary in a farmhouse and maybe like you know, obviously if there's a skeleton key that would be a big thing but otherwise just like um you know anything that's not laundry and um is there is there water in the in the wash basin uh that looks like there used to be okay um so, so there wouldn't be anything like hiding underwater right I'm yeah to be here That's our furnace. Forget to put that in there. Yeah. So I mean, not specifically like looking for trap doors or uh, hidden entrances. Just kind of looking for something out of place, or something that shouldn't be in the basement of a farmhouse. Right, go ahead and make an investigation check. Yeah, the fuzzy dice weren't working that well last time. So, uh, oh, I changed it to the right one. Uh, natural twenty for twenty. Nice. Uh, in the corner, in, in in one of, there's a, another basket in the corner here. Um, uh, right here, you find another basket in a bunch of clothes. There is a um, in that square basket there. You find a little wooden, like hobby horse, like a like a little play, like children's toy. It looks at one point like it had like a yarn mane and tail and stuff, but that's all been eaten away by time and mm. degradation. But it seemed there. a bit out of place in the laundry room. Yeah, like why is there a horse in the laundry? Yeah. All right, I'll I'll take take it out and carry it for a little bit, and I'll I'll show Bo and do we um. Oh, do you think we can communicate to the hand? Does it does it listen? Does it I I mean it seems friendly. I mean, granted I just sucked the juice off its finger, but mm. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm I going that. to uh yeah, I'll I'll bend over and pick up the hand again. Okay. It runs away towards the door. Like if Oscar went, Oscar went here by this basket to look at the hand. Yeah. We bend over to pick it up. It goes running out over by the trap door here. <laughs> All right. I will chase after it. Okay. I keeps going down this room. Back, you little bastard. Make a dexterity check to train gravel. Um, how long do you think we've been in the house for? Thirteen. We've taken two short rests for sure. Four uh, hours, maybe. Okay, because I cast um mage armor early on and it lasts for eight hours so i just want to okay. make sure that was still up um you go to grab it and you go running in here after it 
and it runs underneath the furnace here. <laughs> you can't reach it. Oscar, are you following Bo as he's chasing the hand? Yeah. Uh, you look up, Bo, and there's this large furnace in front of you with all the piping running off of it into different areas. And next to it is a, it looks like a lectern. Talk about out-of-place things in a farmhouse. There's a lectern against that wall. I'll go and I'll uh, take a look at it, kind of keeping an eye on the furnace to see if the hand actually tries to run out. Mm -hmm. I'll kind of stay in the doorway and, and watch. Is there anything else in the, the like south half, I'll say, of the room? Um, Some piles of boxes. Mm -hmm. uh, like a old, bunch of old papers, it seems. Like, think about... um like bank boxes full of paperwork type mm -hmm. thing. Piles of stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> so, Bo, um, what are you doing at the lectern? I'm just seeing if there's any books there, if there's any... I'm just going to see if it's just like a regular standard thing or if there's anything on it, any etchings, markings. Looking at the lectern, you can tell that there was very regularly a book placed in the middle and that like the outsides of it were like worn away mm -hmm. either from hands being on them or sunlight hitting it like this might not have been here this entire time but it looks like it was brought down here mm. but there's like is there any shelving underneath it like if I turned it around you turn it around? Yeah, I'll, I'll turn it around. And you start and kind of whip it around, and it, it looks like a lectern on the front side of it. Uh, Oscar, are you looking at these boxes at all? Yeah, I mean, I'm not... there's anything there. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not looking in them. I'm just kind of looking over them to see what they... Uh... There are dates on the outside of the boxes. And they look like consecutive dates, like year over year paperwork has been piled in these. Um, everything I... you've experienced or known, you would assume just by looking at these, oh, these are their like yearly reports for financials for based, maybe for the farm or something. Based on the dates, then can I tell if that's recent or excessively long ago? The like reference point. Like, it's way off of anything you understand as a date. Um, you're from a plane where dates are four-digit dates. You're in the thousands of years. And these are in, like, the three-digit, like, flipping from two-digit to three-digit dates. So either these are incredibly, incredibly old, or you're or somewhere else where they haven't been around as long okay all right sorry about make that. an investigation check honestly actually not even no don't make an investigation check you're going through it and you're looking at these dates um you slowly realize as you're looking through it and trying to figure out the dates you're seeing that the farm is losing money hmm. repeatedly losing money 
year on year over those last couple of years for whatever reason. You know, there you can't seem to find a reason tied to it. But the farm was severely in the red hmm. in, in, within that last year. Like maybe they were getting desperate for something. Yeah. Hmm. Bo, the front side of this lectern as you turn it around has skulls and wings, like leathery wings engraved into the front of it. Several different style skulls, some with horns, some that are just straight up humanoid skulls. How the wings seem to come off the back of other ones. Hmm. Well, that's ominous. Yeah, I'm going to kind of point it out to Oscar. I'm going to kind of pull it out a little bit and say, Hey, Rabbit, check this out. This is... What is this? Uh, can I like do like an Arcana type thing? Like if sure. I would recognize it? Yeah, Arcana, religion. I'll get in on that action. All right, Arcana 8. I am not proficient in religion, so... Religion 1. Um, yeah, you guys really don't understand where this would come from, but looking at it, Oscar, you actually see... Um, and something that Bo didn't notice initially. There is a... Uh, below where the book would sit, there is a uh, sh like shelf space area. And the reason Bo didn't see this is because he's so damn tall. Mm -hmm. But looking up in there, there's actually a blade mechanism that would come down. And there's blood stains inside that shelf. Hmm. Hey, uh, Bo, don't stick your hand in there. And then I'll... Uh, what do you mean? I'll kind of shine, because I'm assuming I've got the light going. So I'll kind of shine yeah. there and be like, uh, there's some blood and some... There's more than blood shining light in there and looking in there. You see there's several fingers in there. Fingertips, full fingers. Mm. I'm going to actually take the lectern and put it down so that... Uh, so that side is up so I can actually look at it without reaching in. Okay. You set it down and the two of you are looking over it and yeah, there is a whole pile. Every, all of them just kind of as you tipped it over, you heard them all kind of go all kind of slide to the one side. And yeah, there's a bunch of like fingertips, thumbs, pinky fingers, just full on resting in there in various states of decomposition. Is there anything else in there? Does it look like there's like a trap, like anything sharp that would oh, have yeah. done it? There's, there's definitely, you can see the blade mechanism that, that has cut these fingers okay. in the hands. Are we able to count how many fingers are in there? Make a perception check. Depending on how well this is, you may get an exact count, you may not. I'm not going to get an exact count. Uh, nine. You're estimating there's, you count at least 20? You think there may be more? Is there I'm anything? If, oh, if, if it was going to be like nine, 
then it'd be like maybe we have the tenth finger that was missing that uh, we got from from Callum. Um, but if there's like twenty, that's at least that's more than one person for sure. So. Is there anything other than fingers in there? Like, I'm going to kind of, sh- if there's that many, I'm going to kind of shake, Ooh. shake the lecture. Jeez, that that could have went dark right there. Don't stick anything else besides fingers in there. Yeah. Thank you. Scene in House of the Dragon. Uh, shaking that around, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. No shit. Guess, guess who's also losing a hand, I guess. That's the theme of this episode. Or this Nine. Uh, Nine. Uh, as you're shaking it around, you, you, you're kind of shaking it, and you don't realize where your fingers are placed necessarily, and your pinky finger on your left hand, about mm, second knuckle, the blade comes off and cuts that. Mm. Uh, you take, oh, let's see. Let's roll a die here for this. Would it be one point of damage? <laughs> is it six points of damage as it's bleeding profusely. Mm. <clears throat> I'll, uh, I'll drop the backpack and get out the med kit and quickly try to you drop yeah. the backpack and the wall right here. Right. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do a square. The wall right here slides open. Mm. Words ring through your head. Yeah. Yeah, they do. The way is open when the flesh is given. Um, oh, fun. Uh, in in the immortal words up. of Bob, uh, oh, what was I going to say? Uh, a happy little accident? Happy little accident, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, Oscar, how quickly are you tending to yeah, I'm gonna, wounds? I'm going to go at least wrap it up. I don't know how much else I can do, but I'm at least going to wrap it up. So that's why the uh, map had so much empty space above it. There's more. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. <clears throat> you just um, you see this tunnel. There's a glowing light beyond it. Um, as like it like a firelight. Um. Oh, you've taken a big kind of a breath and kind of coming to grips with the fact that you're missing a bit of a finger. No pun intended. And some hit points. Yeah. Looking down this, it's a, it looks like it was carved out of the, um, out of the earth. Like they, they freaking Shawshank Redemption, this tunnel. Hmm. And you see it, there's flame firelight flickering in the distance, 20, 25 feet down the tunnel. It seems to open into a much larger room. 
No, we didn't really investigate the bar room because that puddle of flesh came after you. Do you think we want to look at that at all before we go? Or yeah, now we found the now we found the fun room. Yeah, I mean, based on the key on the hand, why don't you go search the bar, and I'm going okay. to stand right here and just kind of peek down. Yeah, watch I'm, for I'm half hidden. Yeah, I want to be sure that nothing. Mm. Keep an eye on that hand and see if the hand does anything weird, too, because maybe, I don't know if he was trying to get us in here or what, but I'll go and investigate the um, the bar room. Yeah, so I'm going to position uh, myself kind of almost diagonally from the from the heat, from the thing, and uh, make sure I'm looking down the hallway, but also able to see if the hand comes out at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Oscar, you go into the bar room. There is a desk in here that is along this wall where there's a big blank space. I can put a desk in there quick. If uh, if investigation was needed, a four is what uh, came out of it. Four is, there's a desk over here. I found a oh. desk. Yep. You found a desk, yes. There's a book okay. sitting on top of the desk. It wasn't hidden, so it's not hard to find. Okay. Does it? Uh, I'll take a look at the book. It's flipped open. You can see an inkwell and a pen, the ink long dried over. Uh, as you look at the book, it seems to have been a journal um, or a diary. Talking about the farm is losing money and they have no way of digging out of this. They owe money to people now that they are never going to be able to pay back. They are going to need something extraordinary. And as you keep going, it starts looking, it starts talking about how one of the farmhands found a old tome in what unburied in one of the farm fields that was bound and locked with chains and keys and wrapped in leather and looked like someone wanted to seal it away and hide it away forever. And this person that was writing the journal thought it was a bad idea to even open that book or consider what was in that book. Um, but he did, and there was ritualistic writings and, and ceremonies that could be performed to acquire both a mass amounts of power or mass amounts of money or mass amounts of influence. And as the farmhand started talking and formulating, they determined that they were going to try and enact one of these rituals to acquire money. The last line is, I don't see how this will work. Nothing comes for free. All right. I will, uh, I'll shove that book in the backpack also. Um, and then just do a quick, like five minute search of the rest of the room. Just, and again, since my investigation was low, anything would have to be like laying out or yeah. something out of place. Uh, you don't find anything out of place. Actually, everything seems pretty in place for this like bar slash dining room style setting. Uh, there's some old bottles of alcohol that a couple of them have a little bit of alcohol left in them. 
but like the casks have dried out. They're actually like you can see where the alcohol, the cask itself dried out and the alcohol leaked out of the bottom of it onto the floor. And mm-hmm. there's like stains on the floor from the various alcohols. Okay. Yeah, nothing, nothing sealed. And again, not looking to get drunk, but again, it's, uh, it could be used for cleaning or burning. You do find a sealed bottle. That, that like, like I said, there's a couple of them that still do have stuff in them. You pull the cork on it, and it is fucking strong alcohol. Mm-hmm. Like, like, don't light a match type alcohol, or do light a match. Might you think that might be might possibly be a good idea? All right, I think I will. Uh, I'll stash one of those on the side of the backpack if I can. And if there isn't a pocket on the side, then I'll put it straight up in the backpack. Okay. Yeah, I can't be walking around carrying just a bottle. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I mean, you can. They do in The Last of Us all the time. And then you throw it at people. Accurate. <laughs> Zombies. And there is a fire, you said, in the other room, potentially. So that could maybe do some damage. All right. I will just take that and then head back to... Uh, okay. Head back, head back by bow. The bow, the hand does not move. And if you actually kind of get down on your hands and knees to try and look for it, you don't see it. Like, it's hiding. It is straight up not wanting to interact with anything anymore. All right, so... Either it's afraid or it did what it wanted to do and it's done. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of looking. I'm going to call out to him and say, You're safe with us. I'm sorry I messed up your finger. I, th- I think you should come with us. Do you have a light? I did. Uh, when I was listening to the last um, session, I thought I had okay. something with a light source. Yeah, I think when we came down, for, if I would have walked away from Bo, I would have cast it on something of mine, and, and knowing he had a little bit of light coming down the hallway at least. Okay. Um, you, like so light I'm, a torch? Probably Bo. Could you, well, could you light my sword so my sword is lit? Yeah, I would do that now for sure. Yeah. Okay. Mind you do that. As- as you shine the light underneath, you see the hand is laying on its back, mm-hmm. and it slowly just kind of curls up on its thing and does oh. this. All right. <laughs> and it goes back down, flips over, and just kind of right. flops there like a cat. I'm going to... Is is it... Is the area tall enough to where I could get the sword like... To, for the edge to stand up, or can the sword only go left and right, like flat? Your guard would prevent you from putting the sword underneath the furnace. Like you could get the blade under there on edge, but at some point your your hand guard on your mm-hmm. sword is yep. going to hit the furnace, yep. so you won't be able to go any further than the length of your sword in there. Yep. But can I turn it on the side so it's flat? Like my my goal is yep. to whisper to Oscar, go to the other side. I'm gonna <laughs> hockey puck this thing out. And I want you to grab it. Um, it it notices that you're reaching in there, and mm-hmm. it's just it's it's backing up. I'm gonna quick. Corner. Can I quick swat at it before it gets too far away from my sword? Go ahead, make a quick make a quick swat at it. Uh, what am I doing? Attack with just your... an attack roll with your sword. Okay. Uh. Ooh, twenty one. You connect, and he comes rolling out from the bottom. <laughs> and he just kind of sitting there. All right. I'll try to put my hand over them to hold him down. It doesn't even move. Um, 
on Ball. Yeah, I'll... I think you. I think you killed it. I'll come over and I'll grab it. I'll pick it up and I will. It's it's stiff. It's almost it's just stiff in a little fist. Um. How secure is your bag? Can we throw it in the bag? No, thank you. I I it's no, not a. You. <laughs> it, it's not necessarily a request. It's kind of uh we we need to keep this. He has the key on his palm. And you know what? Sorry. I'm going to. I'm I mean, going. I'm to, wearing the backpack, and you're bigger than me, so I don't really have much of a choice at that point. I'm going to take it. I'm going to bring it over to the lectern. And I'm going to pry its fingers open and chop its fingers off. Um, make a strength check to pry its fingers open. Damn it. Five. It, it, Five. I, I keep landing um, on high numbers, and then at the last second, it just keeps rolling over onto these low-ass numbers. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, there's a like I had a there are two DC points <laughs> to this roll, and you're below both of them, so you actually can't get the hand pried apart at all. Had you rolled too well, you might have broke the fingers right off. <laughs> Not needed to cut them off. Hmm. But he, he seems balled up like in a tight little fist that isn't going to go anywhere now. Shit. All right. I'm just going to walk right. over to Oscar and just put it in the bag. I'm just going to open it up, put it in the bag. As Oscar said before, you're much larger than him and he's wearing the bag, so he doesn't have much of a choice. Yeah. I'm a one handed rabbit. All right, uh, Bo. I think you uh, probably be better if you led the way. Yep. So I'm gonna start heading down. Okay. As you head I'm, down this I'm gonna tunnel, stay, I will stay with ten feet between us, because uh, in case he triggers anything. Two things come into view as you come down the tunnel here. The first thing is another lectern. This one is made of stone and seems to be connected to the floor. Beyond that, there is a blood-stained slab of granite. It's bringing back creepy memories of the first room you entered. Walking to the door there, peeking your head in the room, both walls are lined with coffins. Oops. Isn't it? And in those coffins are mummies that are not moving. Oh, no. Mm. I'm going to stand in the doorway and kind of look behind me and say, I don't like this at all. On the lectern, there's an open book does not look familiar or sound familiar to you, but there's a, it seems like a piece of dirty leather and chains were unwrapped and draping off the sides of that lectern where this book is laying inside of this dirty piece of leather. Uh, 
Um, yeah, at that point, I'd be like, oh, Bo, uh, let me tell you the story in this book I found in the bar and tell him about the, the yep. book that, uh, like, that looks like the book that maybe is not, uh, I mean, if you couldn't tell already by the chains and the leather and the wrapping that it's probably not a good thing. No, I'm guessing you're probably right, Rabbit. I am going oh. to slowly make my way in. And just looking to where my steps are, if I see any, do I see any bricks out of place? Do I see like anything that would look like a trap? No, nope, you see nothing out of the ordinary. It looks like a dirt floor. Like, it would be some remarkable trap. Remarkably well-hidden trap if there was a trap. But you don't notice anything. No. I'm not ruling anything out with this bullshit. Alright. Um, <laughs> I, I gonna... see Oscar slowly creeping up. And, yeah. and then she's, like, looking out from behind Bo. Like, well, what do you see in there? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I would be looking to see, like, is... The, so the the tunnel that we just came through looked you said it was kind of uh, dug through the earth does it look the same inside this uh, area or does it look like this was something different this, older or uh, like this looks old like the tunnel looks like it was cut more recently <clears throat> to this area and this area is ancient and created. Um, the the coffins that line the sides are in their own little alcoves that are surrounded by stone. There is stone all over and around you. Um, so it kind of sounds like from uh, one of the things I found in the room with the rituals and stuff where they were trying to preserve magic and preserve bodies, like this might be like an ancient civilization's ritualistic tomb room for special people. So this could be like super old. Special and, people like kings and queens or or wizards or uh just the they were tried to preserve magic and they had rituals to do so. I'm going to walk and into It the... seems like uh farmer John here decided to uh try his hand at arcane ancient arcane wizardry and it seems like he failed the book is open in front of you Bo you can see red writing in the book um, several pictures of a, like a sacrificial slab almost like what you see directly in front of you on the right-hand page, written in a elegant, almost creepy, elegant script. It says, The rings, the fingers, the virgin, and the end. Open your heart and find your new friend. I will read that out loud to Oscar. Um, and then I'm going to kind of turn and look at him and be like, do you think 
I mean, obviously the two rings, the fingers, but do you think that woman upstairs is the virgin they're using for this? I, I don't know. I didn't check. Something you would have seen in the journal Sorry. that I did that I did not state that you would have come across the names Callum and Claudia, and referred them being referred to as my children. All right, so. Hmm. I mean, I'm not ready to perform any rituals down here. I we need to get the we need to get the fuck out. Um, I mean, I I feel like we need to find a way to stop the ritual because I yeah. think that might be where the zombies and skeletons are all coming from. I mean, it makes sense. Oscar, you feel movement on your back. The hands out. <laughs> oh no. Uh, bow, 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 and I'll throw the backpack off, like, shake it off, like... Yep. Shake it off, the hand comes running out of the bag. There goes the hand again. It runs over, it runs over, and is attempting to climb the slab, the sacrificial slab, and get up on top of it. I will actually go over to it. I have him on the map here. Let me grab him. <laughs> yeah, grab him, put him on. Thank you. Yep, he's climbing up there. So I'm going to, I guess, I'm going to come over and help him up. Okay. He gets up and he starts walking in the dust and dirt. Um, he starts walking. It's you don't real you don't you think he's just being erratic and weird at first, but the more he walks, the more you see he's actually drawing. He's drawing an outline of like a body on the slab. I'm uh, hand. Does it, are you saying we need to put a body here? And he stops he turns he looks at you and puts his like two fingers up and kind of looks like this puts his two fingers up in the air and then just kind of and then goes back to drawing just like flexes those two fingers once like and it almost looks like a nodding motion hmm. so i'll turn back around to Bo and be like or to oscar i don't I feel like if we sacrifice somebody that's doing the job for them and opening up whatever door or summoning whatever it is they're doing. Like, we can't put her down here. Well, I mean, she's she hasn't responded. Something's wrong. I wonder if she was part of part of something already. Do you think we should put her on the slab just to see if she wakes up? I mean, I don't want to go outside, so um, our options are kind of limited, and I'm not laying on the slab. Well, shit, I'm not laying on the slab either. Um, 
should I go get her? Do you want to just hang out here with the hand and the mummies? Um, I'll come with. <laughs> uh, no, I'm coming with you. All right. So, all right. Uh, I guess I'm going to say, uh, stay close behind. I'm going to go get her. And yeah. I'm going to go run upstairs, being careful to step over the top step. Good boy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm going to go pick her up off of the, the couch and bring her back downstairs, being careful to step over the top step. Do you bring the quilt with you? Or do you just grab her? I, I would you just guys grab her. her in a quilt. You yeah. just grab her? Leave the quilt up there? Okay. Actually, she she's still naked, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I would keep her wrapped up. Okay. That's, I'm just asking. So you grab her and bring her back down. And you come back down to this room. As her body enters this room, the torches seem to brighten. Rabbit, that's a... I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign. It's the hand sign. has gotten... The hand turns and looks and sees the body and is he's excited like he's moving he's like an animal with the zoomies <laughs> oh jesus <clears throat> um i guess i, I mean <laughs> all of a sudden a, a dog shows up <laughs> out of nowhere no that's the hand he ran into something he yelped uh I'll uh, I'll walk over, back over to the slab, and I'll put her down. Say so you lay Claudia down on the slab. Yep. Hey, I just added her there. Yep. That's <laughs> Claudia. And the the hand at this point is zooming around the wee room. It's all over the place. Um, yeah, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna set the bottle on the floor next to me. Okay. And cinch the backpack up real nice and tight and uh, uh, have my wand ready. And All so right. otherwise, um, so I think the only other thing that I would have access to is uh, the the chisel was attached to the side of the backpack then. And I think the ring was in a pocket. So, oh, we need, I need to give you the other ring. Probably. So I will give, uh, I'll give Bo the other ring back. Um, do you have both the rings now, Bo? I will. I will go back to the book and reread it. What is because I, I what does it say? You go back and you look at it. And it says the rings, the fingers, the virgin, the end. Open your heart and welcome your new friend. All right. So I'm going to read it out loud. Yeah, I would have read it out loud. And I'll take the ring off my okay. finger. And I'll hold okay. him up and show him to Oscar and say, I am going to put these on her. And we'll see what happens. <laughs> okay. I'll let him do that, but I'm in I have a sneaky suspicion in my head that there's um that I have another piece of this. 
but I'll let him do that first. Yeah, so I'm going to put a ring on each. Uh, I'm going to put a ring on it. As you slide the rings on her fingers, they hum and buzz with that same energy that you felt them when they were next to each other. Mm -hmm. They just do that being put on her fingers. Do I... uh... Do I notice anything like lights getting brighter or? Um, no, you notice the rings buzzing as you put them on her finger. Like it, it just coming in contact with her, they start buzzing. All right. Um, um, he, he puts the rings on. He kind of sets her arms down along her sides. All right. Um, The lights stay about the same level. Um, You can hear the faint hum or thrum of the 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 rings on her fingers. All right. Yeah, I remembered that I have another piece of uh, potentially another piece of the puzzle. I have a finger that a ring could go on that we got from Callum. So uh, if nothing happens, then um, Oscar would then go back into the backpack take out the finger, put everything back the way it was, and then uh, hand the finger to Bo and say, maybe we need the other ring on this finger. And uh, we can wait till Tom comes back. The hand at this point is, when you got that other finger up, the hand stopped with the zoomies. And now is very intently like focused on you. Mm. Like if it could look at you or be watching you the hand is now watching you since you took that finger out of the bag yeah i, I had forgotten that i had it so uh Bo, oscar, after you did that and nothing nothing really changed oscar remembered that we still had that finger that callum gave us and uh so i took that out of the bag and i'm giving it to Bo and saying um maybe we need to put one of the rings on this oh maybe So do you? Yeah, I'll. Which which hand do you take the ring off to put on the finger? Well, does the finger that that Oscar gave me does it look like a left hand finger or a right hand finger? Uh, I'll 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 put the small one on her ring finger, and which hand? I'll put the on her well her wedding ring finger, like her actual okay. left hand ring finger, and All I'll. Right put the big one on solo finger the the moment you put the ring in place on the lone finger that finger jumps out of your hand and snaps to above her like it's floating over her um And getting backwards, floating over her right shoulder, as if a, if there was if it was on a hand, like it would be on top of her, like holding her shoulders down. Type thing. The lights start dimming, and pulsing, and dimming, and pulsing, and slowly, faster and faster, and in the shadows, in the light you see a dark shadowy form forming over her body moving in an erotic manner 
almost like it is making love to her as it becomes more and more fulfilled and solid. And the lights drop all the way down to just the faintest light. And it snaps its head and looks, and you can see these two fiery eyes look at you. And beyond the two fiery eyes and beyond the shadow, you see a faint outline of an ethereal Claudia. I don't know what to do. <laughs> uh, As you stand there and debate, I a hand from the shadowy being lashes out at you. Um, let's see. Does a does a does a three hit you? No, no, three not. does not hit me. You are able to duck out of the way as this shadowy whip-like tentacle comes zapping at you. I need you guys to roll initiative. Shit! I hear there had to be a battle in here somewhere, and here we found it. Oh, and I gotta take that ring off, so I have one less freaking... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, not great. Nine for initiative. Ooh, 19. Nice. That's good. So it's Bo, this shadow being, and then Oscar. So, Bo, what would you like to do? This thing slashed out at you. Uh... Missing you, you duck underneath it. You come up. Hmm. So I would actually just as a natural reaction for me, I would use my breath weapon on it. So as an action, once per short rest, yeah. exhale in a five foot by thirty foot line mm -hmm. uh, for two d six acid damage. Uh, Dex DC ten save for half damage okay i i moved claudia back to where she was and i'm going to use the skull as this guy sitting on the thing a dexterity save mm -hmm. uh three <laughs> you did not nice. save so you nice. take uh duty six acid Full. Take all 12. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> nice. I'll take that reaction. I'll take I'll take. There that is a action. scream from this thing as it kind of sits up. And the eyes flare brighter red fire. That was awesome. Is there anything else you'd like to do, Bo? Am I... So is he actually there? Am I within... Five feet, five or can feet I... like AO. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Moving would be detrimental to your health, possibly. Oh boy! I'm going to. Uh cast as a bonus action Zephyr Strike. This is your last spell slot. Uh-huh. 
uh -huh. in your suit correctly. I move like the wind until the spell ends. Your movement doesn't provoke opportunity attack. And once before the spell ends, you can give yourself advantage on one weapon attack roll on your turn. And that attack deals an extra 1d8 force damage on a hit. Whether you hit or miss, your walking speed increases by 30 feet until the end of the turn. And so that's, uh, I can move away from him with no AOs. Yep, and that's concentration up to a minute. So my next attack okay. will have... Other yep. stuff. So where do you go? Is the question. So don't get so don't get hit, so you can maintain your concentration. Yeah. So I would actually, with Oscar there. Uh, I would probably try to flank it. That's fifteen, twenty, twenty-five feet. I'd probably move there. To flank it, yeah, and be out are of it. Actually, and I would. What's that? Move uh, yourself. Yeah. Where, where are you thinking? Because you're talking, thinking with your cursor, but we don't see your oh, cursor. Oh yeah, my bad. Unless you point with the pointer. Uh, well, I have it. It's on screen. I I didn't see you move. I didn't see you move either. You're. Oh, there you go. Oh, did yeah, you? you did you not see right my? Here. Did you? Did you not yeah. see my my? Uh, I see it now. My foot meter. Because I, I was using the distance. Oh no, we okay. we couldn't see that. So yeah. this is this is me pointing right now, Jeff, with the red. Yeah, I can That's see me that. pointing there. So we saw you here the whole time without anything. Yep. Okay, so on, on screen there. they would have seen my pointer because I'm sharing my screen. So everything I oh, do, they see. Oh, okay. Your screen, got it. Yeah. So Jeff, I I, I just assumed I assumed that you could see my distance measure. If I was watching the stream, I'd be able to. But. No, but yeah. I I mean looking at Owl Bear, yeah. I assumed you could see my. Measuring of distance. No, we, we could not. Send that to them as a suggestion. That's good to know. So you move there. Um, it is his turn. He turns to focus towards you. Um, the Oh, wow. Okay. He is going to pick up the book. Not physically. With his mind. He picks up the book off the lectern and tosses it towards you, Bo. That's rude. Does a nine hit you? Nope. <laughs> As the book and the chains and leather and everything goes sailing across the room. Kind of clatters in the corner over here. Um, he throwing the book at you. He is turned and he sees Claudia ghost standing there and he freezes. Oscar, it's your turn. Did the throwing of the book look more violent or more um, like, I need you to do something? Violent. Okay, so it's... He was pissed and it was the first thing he could grab that would actually go. Like, he couldn't pick the lectern up because right. it's fastened to the floor and the slab is too big. So we're all and... in on this. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, there's, um... a, there's a door behind you, but I don't know what that would get you. Uh, <laughs> outside in the zombie horde? Uh-huh. Uh, all right. Um, second level chaos bolt 
at okay. him. Um, so. Uh, yeah, that's a 23 to hit. That hits. Absolutely. All right. The math on Chaos Bolt, if you remember this, it gets a little awkward. So first I'm rolling 2d8s. And one of the... My turn's going to be really awkward, guys. Just No, this is going to be amazing. Chaos Bolt's fantastic. So, all right. So it's a 3 and an 8. Well, that's good, because now it doesn't jump an extra way. <laughs> uh, yeah, because we don't want them There to are have... limited targets in here. Uh, at least there's one still a completely ethereal, and it wouldn't be able to hit it, so... Um, I would not appreciate that. Actually, no, there are a ton of targets in here. Oh, that's not even in here. And okay. some shit may happen if you hit any of them. Okay, so... Um, no. I have to click on this to see the... Don't say that, John. See the little window. <laughs> just all right. remembered, yeah, all the, all the mummies are along the walls. So a three Those and an eight. Um, so I'm going to choose... I have to choose the damage is either fire or thunder. I feel like... Um, I feel like fire is probably better than thunder. So I will go with uh, fire damage. So it's the 11 plus I need to roll a d6 plus I cast it one level higher. So there's an extra d6. So I'm adding two d6s uh, to that 11. And it's another eight. So a total of 19 fire damage. 18 fire damage. I don't it know what just happened, but that sounded really cool. <laughs> it doesn't seem to do as much damage as you thought it would. Okay. And then uh, this is where the fun part of being the sorcerer I am comes in. Um, oops. Uh, so, JC, here are your choices because of where we're at in the storyline. Mm -hmm. uh, as a wild magic sorcerer, I cast a, a leveled spell. So yep. normally I would, uh, the DM can choose to have me roll a d20 immediately after. And if I roll a one um, on that, I would have to go to the wild magic surge table. But I did use my tides of chaos ability, which means that uh, right now you can make me roll on the wild magic chart. <laughs> if you do, I gain, I regain my tides of chaos ability again. I get my that back, mm -hmm. but I have to then roll. Uh, so which would you prefer, or you can um, choose nothing? Roll on the wild magic chart, and you'll get your tides of chaos back. <laughs> I thought that might be the case. All right, so here we go. The second you started talking, John was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just nodding yeah, like, yes, yeah, we're doing yeah. this. All right, uh, so this is D100. Yeah. Here we go. I got the table open in the book. Good. Oops, well, I'm, like, I'm not going to go hunt the table. <laughs> yeah. So it I looks like... I feel like he's spinning one. the wheel on... Uh, on uh, Wheel of Fortune. Yep. Yeah, yeah. No <laughs> Don't bankrupt. No, Don't bankrupt. No whammies, no bankrupts. 29 says, uh, you teleport up to 60 feet to an unoccupied space of your choice that you can see. Okay, of all of them, that's probably one of the safest ones. Yeah. Um, so what what corner do you want to go to? Up to, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I... I don't know. I feel like... Um, I like being by the door. I'm going to just jump I will, to the other I would argue that you can see back down the hallway if you wanted to. Yeah, no, I think I'd just jump to the other side of the doorway and uh, kind of line myself up with Bo, but so I would say there. Okay. And um, uh, be yeah, like, Bo oh, is... that, was, that was a thing. 
yeah, you see Oscar pop out of one area and pop into a new new area. Be like, just like, what the? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, let me see. Bonus actions, I think. Nope, that's it. I'm gonna just, uh, I'm just gonna stay there. And be well, glad that I didn't blow up the room or myself or anything else weird. Claudia moves forward and she, her ethereal form intertwines with this and you get the feeling that she's trying to hold it or capture it or subdue it somehow, but her, her ethereal form is struggling to interact with this shadow being. But what's your turn? So is her actual body still on the slab? Like yes. They're fighting above her body? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to get back into melee range. Okay. And I am going to attack with the uh, short sword. With advantage? With advantage. Oh, yeah. Which gives me a 21 to hit. Oh, 21 absolutely hits. So that's going to be 8 piercing damage. And then it was plus 1d8 force damage, right? Uh, yeah, from the, the spell gives you uh, an extra 1d8 force damage. Plus 2 extra force. So that's 10 total. 8, uh, eight what is that, slashing? Eight, 8 piercing and 2 force. And total, you said? 10. 8 slashing, 2 force. Uh doesn't do the 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 slash doesn't seem to do what you thought it should have uh i mean the, i guess it force, is a ghost the force did the force damage seemed to work well against it so that seemed to do everything it should have done that's good is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn yeah i'd like to get all my spells back please <laughs> I can get one of mine back, but that doesn't help you. No, no it doesn't help you at all. Literally, uh, <sighs> I forgot I have my gathered swarm. Once on each of your turns, you can cause the swarm to assist you in one of the following ways immediately after you hit a creature with an attack. The attack's target takes 1d6 piercing damage. Uh, the attack's target must succeed on a strength saving throw or be moved by the swarm up to 15 feet. Uh, or you are moved by the swarm five feet horizontally in a direction of your choice. Also gives you half cover until the start of my next turn. Um, uh, yeah, it doesn't hurt you to use it because it's uh, like free, so you might as well. Uh, I will actually have the swarm move me five feet diagonally. Diagonally away. That prevents the AO, basically? Yeah, uh, that's... I mean, the my understanding. The Zephyr Strike is still in play for a minute, so you wouldn't have the... You wouldn't oh, yeah, have you it. wouldn't have the AO anyway. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know what? I'll, with the Zephyr Strike, I'll actually move myself out of the way without okay. the AO, and then I will have the Swarm do 1d6 piercing to it. Okay. One. One. <laughs> Half of one is one. Yep. The, uh, you see the, this shadowed entity 
kind of recoil from that. And it is in this twisted wrestling match with Claudia's spirit. And you see it like flex. Um, what, what the fuck? What show is that where the, the guy does that? He flexes and like the world around him just kind of goes, oh, it's the Matrix. <laughs> when Neo does that point where he flexes and the world kind of bubbles around him, mm-hmm. you see that shadow kind of bubble like that. And Claudia's ethereal presence disappears. And mm-hmm. he looks like he's ready to go another three or four rounds. And we'll end there. Oof. She's gone. He just engulfed her, basically. Yep. <laughs> so we'll continue there next time. Which which way is he facing? Is he still facing you? He's facing you. All right. Yep. That's great. Fantastic. Because you're the last one that hit him, and he's yeah. like, "Nope, I'm going to take Claudia and beef myself up, and let's go." <laughs> fun. Shit. Fun. 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 <laughs> Good lord! All right, let's get rid of the spooky music. Yes, please. Oh, all right. Got a lot more of the story today. Yeah, we did. Yeah. We are everly, eternally grateful for your gross, scary, or whatever the fuck this thing is. You gotta uh, <laughs> they pull pull inspiration from all kinds of different places. Uh, there's a little bit of Stone of Tears in that one, in the ritual ceremony with this shadowy being. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a bit of both of these tears in there in here too. Both both of these eyes have tears. Both of these eyes have tears. <laughs> um, both of these eyes have tears, and I got a mouthful of finger. Yeah, that's gross. Uh, that was gross. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, you said you were doing that, I'm like, oh, this is gonna go bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I almost didn't do it, but I wanted that ring. Um, <laughs> you needed that ring. Uh huh. Yeah. And you needed the finger. Uh, well, I didn't need the finger in there. Yeah, I, I uh, for for a hot second there, I forgot that I also had that finger and. I was, you know, looking at like when you read it the second time and you're like the rings, the fingers, and I'm like, why would that be plural? And then it's like, oh wait, I have one. <sighs> anyway, we are two nerds one quest. We are here Sunday mornings, 8 30 a.m. Central Time, twitch.tv slash Tom M Norm T O M M N O R M. Uh this was uh this is a one shot that Mr. DMJC has put together for us in the event of a cooch not showing up. Uh, he is away on vacation, well, not vacation, but he is with his wife out and about. He is here in chat, so thank you for joining us in chat, Cooch. We look forward to having you back in quote-unquote studio. <laughs> um, yeah. and I think I believe he's off next week also. Yep. So yeah. I think so we will work. wrap this thing up. Uh, one maybe. way or the other. Yep. So we will be I back next week. I have a feeling it will, it will wrap next week, and if it does end up wrapping early, we can discuss Yep. Like the whole thing has like maybe a last half hour. There's a lot of stuff that we can unpack and you guys can ask questions and yeah, we'll do kind of a thing like that. So we'll be back next week. Same, same time, uh, same story coming back to uh, what I have called the escape uh, storyline. 
Um, yeah, uh, follow us wherever we are located. Twitter, uh, we have a Discord channel. Discord, go to bit.ly slash ourfundiscord. Uh, you know, we have some chats in there, music, games, whatever. Uh, that's where our links are as well. So go there, uh, twitter.com forward slash tuners quest. If you want to support us, let other people know about the show, share it with them, put it on their phone or their device for them, download it. Free podcast comes out Monday mornings. Uh, Patreon podcast with all the unedited content comes out on Sundays shortly after this wraps. Um, Patreon.com forward slash two nerds one quest. Give us ratings and reviews wherever you get your podcast from. You know, uh, let us know on Twitter. Uh, rate us in what is it? Whatever it's called now, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, you know, Pocket Casts, wherever you get your podcast from. Give us a rating and review. We'd love to hear from you. And with that being said, Audible. Are we on Audible? Audible? Probably. Yeah. Okay. I've for never me. searched for us on Audible. <laughs> for me, for Genius, for DMJC, and for the missing, the missing cooch. We'll catch you next week. It's the, the, the missing cooch is laying on the slab. <laughs> Ayo.